G'day, Eden. Thanks for uh, for joining us today. How you doing, mate? I'm doing well. Great to be here, lads. Hope you hope you're having a brilliant day. Yeah, going very well, very well. You're. Uh, it's great to have you on the podcast, mate. Uh, you've been a, a busy man recently, uh, running a few events and everything. Uh, I suppose before we we jump into that, um, could you please give us a rundown of, of your background and and tell everyone who you are? Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, I have have been a busy man, but look, I'm um I've been around a long time. So those that that don't know me, I've been in the recruitment industry. I'm one of the um the more mature members of our industry, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> I, know, I know this is a recorded um audio only. If you were looking at me now, you'd see the gray hairs. But you look great, Eden. You look great, mate. Oh, thank you, thank you. But yeah, I've I look, I've I've been through um you know, all the waves of the industry, um, you know, the I, I joined recruitment at the end of GFC, so really challenging time to start. Um, I've led many teams, both internal and agency. Uh, I just love recruitment and it's one of those industries that I mean, I'm incredibly passionate about because I think at the, at the core of it, really wonderful humans that, that, you know, we all get into it because we want to help people um, and to find people meaningful employment is very exciting. So my most recent role was heading up um, talent and uh, HR for flybys. And at the moment, I do freelance work for various organisations and I run uh, a community called Rubber Band, which is for talent professionals. Yeah, amazing. We love Rubber Band. Love the idea. Brilliant. Absolutely love what you're doing there. Yeah, Do you want to tell us about Rubber Band? Of course. Like, rubber Band's a really interesting one. I, I set up Rubber Band during the challenging time that was COVID-19, I suppose, right? <laughs> right at the start of that all happening. And, um, you know, I've always felt that the recruitment industry or the talent industry has had immense pressure on you as, as an individual like I said people are drawn to the industry because they want to do good things they want to make a difference they want to help people however it's one of those pressure cooker environments because it's an incredibly busy industry to work in you never seem to get that opportunity to look after yourself and we set the community up um, I set it up with my partner at the time because there was a lot of uh people losing roles. There was all of that financial stress that was happening during COVID. There was all this, I guess, trauma of the fact that we were living through a pandemic. Yeah. And I thought, you know, we've always supported each other in our teams. It's been very insular, um, but I wanted to bring together a community where we could support each other as industry peers. And that commenced as really being the people that I know. And, you know, I remember when the community was, you know, half a dozen people and getting excited when it grew to 20 and, you know, we're, we're just about to hit 1000 now. So it's grown. Oh, wow. Yeah. And, and it's really a support community. We're all there to help each other, whether we're internal agency or organizations that work within the talent industry, like a positive, you know, it's, it's for everyone. Uh, you have a tough day or you have a challenge or a problem or an idea, you can share it and everyone's there to support you and help you. It's just become a really great, I guess, incubator for talent. You know, we're, we're all there to support each other and help each other. There's no competition. We're all in this crazy industry together and I love it. I'm really, really passionate about it and I love seeing it grow and evolve. 
Yeah, we can see you're passionate about it. One, well, obviously, I'm, I'm part of the Facebook group and I see the amount of, I suppose, openness on the group. Like people saying, you know, I just, I'm looking for a job at the moment or I'm working on this job. Can anyone help? Everyone collaborates and really shares. And that's, that's one of the things I love about the recruitment industry. People do share and people do help each other and they really do care about each other. Yeah, uh, it's wonderful. Yeah, it's great. Totally. And, and it can be something, you know, you might just be having a tough day and you might want to jump in there and just say, this hiring manager has really destroyed <laughs> me today and <laughs> on how to get past it, you know. And it's a safe place. You know, you go, the good thing about Facebook is, you know, unlike LinkedIn, you're not representing your company. It's a private group. Um, yeah. We have the rules that what happens in the group stays in the group. As long as you're, you know, not too inappropriate, there's a bit of a line you can't cross. But that's, that's what's wonderful about it. We all need that outlet and we all need that support. We all need to be able to connect with people that understand what we're going through because it's a tough tough industry to work in it really yeah, is it is it absolutely is so, yeah have you joined the group Harry? yeah no i'm I'm in the group as well and, and i mean Aiden, are you are you finding that it's predominantly internal talent that's your background or is it a mix of agency because i know that they don't always uh see eye to eye oh see i find that crazy they don't see eye to eye like no um to answer your question it's definitely a balanced mix uh I'm ex-agency prior to being internal. Um, I believe at the core of it, we all do the same thing. I don't believe that, you know, that that whole mentality of agency recruiters being salespeople, I think that's a load of BS personally. Um, we all do the same thing. We all want the same outcome. We all want to help people. Uh, if we draw a line in the industry and separate the two, I think that, that conflict isn't going to help anyone. And I believe we're better together. Um, we're better united. And the only way to drive the industry forward is, is to collaborate. Uh, so answer your question, it's it's for everyone. Yeah, it's brilliant. It brilliant. Makes, makes a lot of sense. Um, the value is clearly being seen in the market as well, right? Like almost a thousand members, uh, it's just wonderful. Yeah, and in a really short space of time as well. Like it's only, I think, over 18 months old or coming up to two years. So it's it's grown really quickly and really rapidly. And we continue to evolve that, you know, th this is a challenging time for the industry once again. Just like I, I mentioned, the reason we set up uh, Rubber Band was uh, to do with a lot of people being made redundant in the industry and going through that stress. And Unfortunately, it seems to be happening again. We're seeing it every day. We're seeing not just individuals um, having their roles made redundant. We're seeing entire teams being let go. And it's it's a tough time because I think in recruitment, you're, you're constantly juggling, you're stretching yourself to capacity every day. And when there's an environmental or an economic um, factor at play, for some reason, all of that value and all of that hard work goes out the window and, and roles are made redundant and hiring teams are let go. It's just really deflating to see and re really hard for individuals. And, you know, don't get me wrong, I understand that businesses need to make those financial decisions because, you know, there are businesses struggling in, in this economy, but that doesn't make it any easier Um on the teams, particularly when you've poured your heart and soul into it. So having a support community is really important because sometimes you don't have anyone to talk to about it. Um, and it, it, it is a really bad time right now. 
Yeah, no, it is like across every industry, you know, tech specifically, like this week, I think Amazon let go another 9,000 members of staff. Um, it's awful. I don't know whether you've seen um, Zero obviously made a number of redundancies over the last month, and someone's created this Google sheet. Have you seen this Google sheet? I have seen it, yeah. Of all the people that have been made redundant, um, yeah. names, contact details, basically what they do. Um, I suppose that's just one way you can help people that have been made redundant. Absolutely, absolutely. And we launched um, in rubber bands, actually, you know, hot off the press. We only launched it yesterday. But uh, what I was finding is we were getting a lot of people saying within the rubber band community that they're not used to being on the other side of the table and even writing a CV was a challenge or, you know, I'm used to being the person doing the interviews. And when I'm on the other side and being interviewed, I don't feel like I'm putting myself best self forward and I wouldn't hire myself based on that interview and all of those. (laughs) um, We actually launched a platform with, with one of our other partners, career money life have been really generous and supportive that we now do have a, a job seeker support platform within rubber band as well uh when people are looking for um those opportunities or they're finding themselves in the market uh they've got those tools and and templates and resources available to them and you know we want to continue doing more you know more around mental health support um and just continuing to build the community and bring everyone together yeah yeah no that's great that's great i suppose back to um the relationship between internal recruiters and obviously yeah. agency obviously like you say is they're trying to achieve the same outcome but what's what's like the best process like how can we bring them together to understand that they're working together and they're not competing well that's the thing like competition is 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 the word um and I always say this to teams as well that that I have led um both internally and externally no one is in competition with you so, and, and that's a really good life philosophy to have. People work with you or people connect with you because of you as an individual. So whether you're a, an organisation, whether you're a talent team, whether you're wh- whatever you are in life, you are you. Um, yeah. And so if you're comparing yourselves to other people um, or to other organisations or other industries, or that comparison is really um, bad for you because you can't be the best person that you can be if you don't realise your uniqueness and how special you are. Um, you've just got to forget competition. Competition is one of the worst words in the English language as far as I'm concerned. Uh, so I think, you know, it's a, look at if you're in it um, internal, look at your agencies as being someone that you can learn from because they're doing something unique that you're not doing. Likewise, if you're in um, agency looking at your internal teams, learn from each other uh, and be yourself. Find out what your unique selling point is or why people work with you, whether that's internally or externally, and and celebrate that and amplify it. Um, don't try to compete with other people. It's as simple as that. Yeah, no, I like that. So what, I suppose, explain for people listening, why do internal recruiters potentially not use agency recruiters? Like, what is that? Like, what do they need to overcome to use more agency? Does it come out of their budget if they use an yeah. agency? Like, what are the hurdles? That That is definitely the struggle. And I think... Um... The the reason why that can be, you know, a, a bit of a barrier is is due to the financial budgets. I mean, talent teams are 
run on very lean resources <laughs> and very lean budget. So it can be really challenging if, um, you know, you're working on a role and you're pouring your heart and soul into it. And then an agency comes through the back door and goes directly to a hiring manager and that person gets hired. I think what internal teams need to do better, and, and that can take a lot of support from, I guess, your chief people officer and um, the other units, if you're in a centre of excellence model like HR business partnering, is talent really need to be at the forefront of resourcing plans and then they can partner more effectively with recruitment agencies and that'll break down that competition. So if you understand where, you know, your active talent pipelines or your talent communities when you're an internal team or where there are critical roles that there perhaps aren't any successes for, um, but they're not roles that you would frequently recruit, that's where you partner with your external providers. So you're actually you know, working with recruitment agencies in a more effective way and you're working with them where you need to work with them rather than you battling out for the same talent and yeah. for the same, yeah. but that's a hurdle for internal teams to actually get that depth of understanding of workforce planning. Uh, and when you do get there, um, and I've been fortunate enough to have been there with um, my most recent role at Flybys where we really were at the forefront of workforce planning you know, your partnership becomes more effective with recruitment agencies. Your partnership becomes more effective with any external provider, basically, because you can strategize your entire year and you can understand where your partner can can have a better impact and where you're going to spend your budget. Uh, it's a hard one to crack, though, I have to say. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. For sure. sure. I mean, you raise an interesting point about going through the back door um, around talent team. So obviously I have a background in, in agency recruitment and um, it, it's a very different attitude to, to one you've just portrayed there. Like the, a lot, not every agency, but a lot of consultants want that win and they want to get to the hiring manager. And I think at the moment, jobs are so hard to come by uh, mm. that, and I, and I can't say this is happening for sure, but I imagine that that would be increasing because everyone's on the phones, everyone's in BD mode trying to get jobs on. Um, yep. How, it, there's obviously two sides to the coin. How do you think consultants should approach conversations with internal talent so as to not rub them the wrong way? Yeah, totally. I mean, and it's also, you know, if you are an agency recruiter, it's whether you want to be a transactional recruiter, like you described, or whether you actually want to be a strategic partner. Now, it's a long cycle, I suppose, to become a strategic partner. You're not going to get the quick wins. Mm -hmm. um, you'll have the longevity. So you may be happy to fill a role because you have decided to go around the talent team or however it might be, and you'll get a quick win and you'll get some money in the bank. Um, you know, you'll hit your target, but you're not going to get return work unless you continue to do it that way. If you partner with um, the talent teams, and I'm not saying you shouldn't be talking to hiring managers because I don't believe that either. You need to get a really good depth of understanding of the client that you either want to work with or you already do work with. And, and that's, you know, that that's going to help you be more strategic. But I think not to think I need this transaction. That's really where you've got to shift your mindset. You've got to think, what will this look like for me in the long term? And when you have those kind of conversations with talent teams and build that trust, um, 
and that authenticity as well, that you're not trying to cut corners, that you really are in it for the long haul. Um, you know, I would approach it by if there was a um, an organisation that I really wanted to work for, the conversation isn't around, hey, I've got a candidate that you're going to really love or, hey, I've seen you've put a role up on Seek and I've got people that would be great for that. It's not that conversation. It's I like your brand. I like what you're doing. I've seen your culture videos. I've, you know, looked at your EVP. It really connects with me. I feel like we've got a really strong values alignment. I just want to get to know your business. Sure. Um, I, I, it doesn't matter if I don't get any work, but yeah. I want to get to know you better. It's and and that's right. It's interesting, right? Because you bring up the point of, of if you keep going the backdoor route and it's just going to keep on being that sort of um, being sneaky and getting that confrontation, uh, that'll then again lead to burnout there as well, which yeah. is the whole thing and a whole reason you also started Rubber Band, right? So it's almost like full circle. The, the pressure comes from the relationship and the way that you go about your, your role as well. Yeah. And look, if you have those conversations like I described, which are more of a, it's a more of a long-term strategy and you may not get that quick wins, but if you're having a lot of those conversations, eventually you're going to build up a really, really strong portfolio and you'll get to the point where the roles will come to you and you won't be needing to do that because agency recruitment is incredibly stressful. I know because I've also been in it, mate. You know, I'm I'm ex-agency. I was constantly having to hit those targets, but I think it's looking at, you know, where do I want to be in 12 months? Not where do I want to be at the end of this quarter? Where do I want to be in three years? And pulling your strategy together that way. And who are the companies that I really want to support that I know I'm going to be able to find the right connection for and the right talent for and putting together a long-term strategy rather than a quick win. Now, I know there's probably people out there saying, well, that's all well and good, but I've got to hit my targets. So, you know, <laughs> but it will yeah. get, if, if you, if you're in the right agency with the right support, they will understand that strategy and you will get there. But think slow. It's not going to happen straight away. No, definitely not. I think um, like on burnout, what would be some of the main causes of burnout? Yeah, burnout is recruitment full stop, basically. And I think the reason... <laughs> <laughs> and that sounds awful. <laughs> Anyone that is listening that works in recruitment totally gets that because you really do have to push yourself to capacity every day and then you have to wake up the next day and do it again. You are on a hamster wheel because yeah. you're constantly chasing candidates. You're constantly trying to find candidates. You're constantly talking to them. You're facing rejection every day because people are turning down roles or hiring managers didn't make that connection with the candidate that you're representing or the candidate that you've put on the shortlist that you really wanted to get that role. And you, you know, it's, it's emotional. It's an emotional roller coaster. Yeah. Um, and I don't believe that, you know, some people say people have in recruitment thick skin and they can bounce back. I don't believe people can bounce back because it's so constant and it's daily and you don't take the time to, I guess, focus on self-care. You know, a, a recruitment, a, um, recruitment consultants seem to be just constantly running and, and you don't stop. Um, that's because the work doesn't stop and the complexity doesn't stop. So it's it's that stretch. You're stretched every day, but then you ping, bounce back the next day and start well, again. You have to, don't you? You have to. Um, yeah. Well, well, you're saying recruitment. I'm seeing recruitment. You're going to have burnout at some stage. As a business oh. owner, you obviously want to prevent that. 
Mm. So what would be some key things for businesses to implement to, I suppose, reduce burnout, um, introduce well-being as a focus? Like, what would you recommend? Yeah, I think you, you need to give your team members permission to stop. And, and I think people don't realise that they do have permission to stop. And I think we put a lot of pressure on ourselves as well. Um, you know, we, we're, we're very focused on doing the right thing by candidates. I believe everyone is at the core of it. Um, I know there are some that, that potentially aren't, but I think that's a small majority, um, small mi- minority, excuse me. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think, you know, you need to make sure that you've got opportunity for your team to be able to step away from the day-to-day grind. Now, you know, I'm a big believer in encouraging creativity. I believe in, you know, using nature as well. Um, you know, I, I'm, I'm passionate about teaching people how to do flowers. You know, I do, I do floristry yeah, to, to get them into that mindset to be able to step away. Mm. But it can be simple things that encourage walking meetings, get your team out into nature, uh, make sure that you know a lot of a lot of organizations encourage those periods of time whether it's a no meeting day or whether it's a a locked out period of time between 12 and 2 where you don't take any calls and you you know take that time to yourself encourage um conversations that aren't recruitment related get your team to do things together um that are different that are outside the comfort zone or that are fun You've just got to break that cycle of being on the hamster wheel and and whatever works for you works for you, but you've got to have the mindset to give yourself the permission to do it because that's the hardest thing to do in our industry because you think if I do, I'm going to miss that placement or I'm going to miss that candidate or then they're going to go and find another job somewhere else and I've got to action it right away, but you've just got to slow down. Um, and that's hard for me because I'm always on the go, right? Like, yeah, so well, I can, we can hear that. <laughs> <laughs> totally. I'm always revved up. Yeah. But, um, you know, I do. I do take the time out to, you know, I go out into the garden every day and I just try and appreciate nature. And it, it, you, you just need to do that. It gives you perspective um, and gives you a greater understanding of yourself as well and that thinking time. Um, I also think that's why in recruitment, you know, there, there is quite a, a prevalence in in alcohol um, abuse as well. Um, and I know that through various friends of mine that have been through that that situation. Um, and, you know, it tends to be the things with recruiters too. You finish work and then you go to the pub and you sink a few just to get yourself out of that day-to-day mindset. But trying to encourage those more positive behaviors where you you still do that you still take take yourself away and escape but you escape into you know whether whether that's nature or um, mindfulness or whatever it might be um that's a more healthy way to step away from the day-to-day grind yeah that's great like the recruitment obviously the drinking culture is definitely deep in the recruitment industry um i've, I've seen it firsthand so yeah, no, it's a good point. Like I've, I've personally, I've recently was a bit embarrassed and started the 5am club. Um, oh, course, so yeah. you get up in the morning, you work out for 20 minutes. The next 20 minutes, I I try and meditate um, yeah. or do mindfulness in 20 minutes, you 20 minutes of learning. Um, I feel like it's had a great impact. Like, I definitely, I feel so much better since doing it. I've only been doing, I'm in my sixth week, but it's had, I feel it's had a big impact on me. Yeah, and I can understand that. I mean, it can even, you know, when, you know, back in the office working days, and a lot of people are still working from offices or have returned to working from offices. Like for me, 
that third space of being able to disconnect from work and home where I would, um, I would cycle um, and just being on the bike and not thinking about work and actually thinking about the road and making sure I'm not going to get run over uh, <laughs> or knocked off the bike or just doing that positive um, exercise as well. It's just so good for your mental health and, you know, that finding that third space, finding out what that is that can help you disconnect from your day-to-day grind and, and, um, you know, all the tasks that you've got because recruitment is a constant tick. There's always things that you've got to do and there's always the next thing that's that's coming up. Um, making sure that you can find that space to switch off is really important. So I love that you're doing that, mate. That's really great. Yeah, no, thanks. Definitely, definitely. Oh, it's, it's very important to, to switch off. And, and I guess sort of changing tack a little bit, um, we mentioned you've been a busy man recently with um, Bounce 2, Oh, yeah. event from rubber band well tell us a bit about that and, and what's sort of next for rubber band yeah well look you know rubber band is all about um you know sharing um and and connecting so the the bounce events are really to give people the opportunity uh, I, I got a little bit frustrated because I was attending a lot of HR events and a lot of it didn't feel real to me um there were a lot of international speakers a lot of people very very high up within organizations and don't get me wrong that's that's totally cool we want to learn from them as well but I wanted to make sure that you know what we put on is giving people the opportunity that perhaps haven't had a voice before um, and I wanted to make sure that people could see themselves. So from a diversity, inclusion and equity perspective, um, you know, making sure that, you know, you're not just looking at, um, you know, middle-aged white people at the top of their game, you know, that you could see people that were coming from different cultural backgrounds, um, you know, whatever that may may look like, just so that everyone could see someone like them. And I wanted to make sure it was people that um, not that level of seniority all the time we want to learn from them as I said but people that are early on in their recruitment career because you can learning goes from the top down goes from the bottom up it's it's you know you've got to make sure that you've got that really holistic um, approach to learning Uh, we all learn from each other no matter what our background and our skills are so yeah we pulled together a really great event we had like 52 people from the community speak and you know, you were one of those, Darren. You know, you I were was, one. I was. I was. Uh, <laughs> I was definitely nervous before. I saw, obviously you? saw the amount of um, registrations you had, and yeah, geez, my anxiety definitely built up before it. But once <laughs> I was on, I was fine. But no, I, I felt like, I felt it was such a good idea. And like you say, you're giving everyone a voice. Yeah, um, which I love because a lot of like you say, a lot of people at that potential early stage of their career or you know wherever they are in their career they didn't normally get that opportunity um, no. and everyone was so supportive yeah, yeah everyone was so supportive it was good it really yeah. It's wonderful. And it's also celebrating the local industry. You know, we're we're doing great things in Australia and we've got yeah. great um technology innovation we've got really really great um solutions that can help us as a you know we, we don't want to just hear from the big multinationals all the time mm-hmm. uh, and a lot of the speakers that we had were from smaller organizations or from new startups or from you know the, the kind of companies that you don't hear from all the time that are doing really cool things like the australian talent industry i believe is ahead of the game but we just don't seem to get that voice on the on a world stage because we're so far away Um, (laughs) you know I thought um you know having an online event like that is also bringing together um people from all over Australia different geographical locations um it's bloody expensive to travel at the moment has anyone bought a 
Flight. Oh my god. Oh my god, um, it's ridiculous. We just booked flights. We'd booked flights to London a few months ago. And for me, my wife and two kids. When I say two kids, a two-year-old and a four-year-old. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, you go yeah. to London and we're not flying business, not premium economy. We're flying economy. Oh, Back of the plane for 16 grand. But just like Sydney to Melbourne can be a thousand dollars now. It's, it's um, yeah, like can't, yeah, I was looking at Perth. That was twelve hundred upwards to Perth. And this is the thing: I much prefer seeing people face to face, and yeah. a lot of people do. You build, you know, strong relationship that way. But yeah, it's just, it's yeah. Obviously, the airlines are doing well out of it, but we're not. <laughs> yeah. But look, on that note, you know, everything that we do with Rubber Band is free. You know, our community. You don't need to pay a membership fee to join. You don't need to pay to come to one of our events and. You know, I think that's another element of, um, you know, diversity that we don't think about enough that not everyone can afford a flight. Not everyone is employed at the time. Yeah. Why, why should they not be able to learn and grow and develop their career mm. when they're in between roles? You know, um, a lot of organisations, as we know, are going through an economic crisis, don't have the budget to support the team. So what does that mean that those poor talent people don't get to learn and grow from each other. So no, I think yeah. It's a good idea. So yeah, we're really passionate about keeping everything free and accessible to everyone. Whether you're working on the East Coast, where you know most of the events tend to happen, whether you're in the West or whether you're smack bang in the middle of Australia and you know, <laughs> and you're a tiny team, you know, you everyone and and whether you're unemployed or employed, everyone deserves the opportunity to learn grow and connect that's that's what rubber band's all about um it's brilliant it's brilliant um absolutely love that eden eden uh, we've covered a lot um appreciate yeah. you coming on <laughs> lucky i talk fast hey <laughs> <laughs> one of the things though eden before you go if people want to reach out how do they get hold of you Absolutely. Look, rubberband.com.au. Jump on the website because all the links and everything's available there. Um, you know, if you're looking for an opportunity at the moment, we've got the Job Seeker portal in there now. We've got wonderful partners just like A-Positive and all their details in there. If you're a, a talent leader or a talent team that are looking for support or to, keen to support local tech and local innovation, please, please, please support local. Um, or you want to join the community and connect. We have a lot of fun. We're very... Um, warm and engaging community you're not representing your company while you're in there you can just be your whole self the more that join the better the more we learn from each other the more we grow so rubberband.com.au come and join us awesome Adrian. thanks so much for your time thanks so much lads great to see you